Hey dreamers, this is your host Barry Miracle. Welcome to Wake Up Into Your Dream. It's time to wake up out of the nightmares of normality and wake up into God's divinely designed dream for your life. Jump on this podcast today and let's discover God's awesomeness waiting for you. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Wake Up Into Your Dream. My name is Barry Miracle, and I hope that I'm going to be able to wake you up in certain aspects of areas of your life where you have not come alive. And while you're living, you might as well come alive. We're not just about surviving life. We're not just trying to get through this thing and survive life. We are to live life and we are we are in need of waking up into the possibilities that we all have because we have come into this realm on purpose, with a purpose, to fulfill a purpose and with more resources than we could use in 10 lifetimes. You guys, ladies and gentlemen, you've heard me say it before, maybe, perhaps, but maybe not. And here it is. You are a nuclear bomb answer in this realm to ant problems. You are overkill. This is who you are. I'm here to change your mentality. I'm here to cause you to dream bigger and to live larger and to fulfill purpose and live humbly before God and man. And you can do it all at the same time when you wake up to this one fact, whose you are, that God is your beloved and he is yours. So he's my beloved and I am I am his and he is mine and we are walking this life together. We were created uh, to live in community and in communion with God and with man. I was getting some work done on my uh, on my shoulder the other day by a physiotherapist. I have an, like a knot uh, because the way I carry my backpack and and um, from, you know, weightlifting as Hans and Franz. Um, <laughs> if you're not from the 80s, you didn't understand that reference. Anyway, um, and so my physiotherapist, um, who's, uh, I don't know where she is on, on the believing spectrum, but sounded agnostic at best, but uh, maybe brought her a little closer to believing in a creator. But anyway, um she said to me, I'd like to, if there is a creator, I'd like to speak to him. I would like to speak to him about how he created us. And he's, and she said to me something very interesting. She said, I, I wish that he would have created us with shoulder blades in the front as well as in the back. And that way we wouldn't have all this, you know, tension of, of trying to reach around and grab things. We could just, you know, rotate our, our, our bodies, you know, a little, little better and it would cause less strain. And I said, you know, that is very interesting. That's a great idea. But can I throw something else into the mix? Can I suggest that God created us with some limitations in mind so that we would have to look to each other to help us carry the loads and pick up things together? And she says, oh, wow, I like that. So we were created for community. That's not my topic. This is all free today. <laughs> but I'm so excited to be with you guys again. We are on part six, and I'm calling this, and I don't even know if I'm going to get to the topic that I'm trying to get to, but this is part six on the kingdom. And I want to call it His Righteousness, Your Victory. 
that we have become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus that when we got born again. And so hopefully I can get onto that. But before I go there, I just want to just, you know, sum up and, and, and tie it neatly together in a bow. Probably not, but let's try anyway. So we finished the foundations of the kingdom, which are faith, hope, and love. And that's taken from 1 Corinthians 13, 13, that, said, that says this, these three things remain, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. So the last one I did was on love. And love is always the answer. I think it was called last week's. And um, so I, I, I want to talk about the, 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 sol- the solidification of the kingdom of God, the, the solid foundation in which we wake up into. You came into this realm when, before you were, you know, accepted the blood of Jesus Christ, before you knew about the blood of Jesus Christ in this physical and soulish realm. You came into this realm fully loaded with more resources than you could ever use in 10 lifetimes. You've heard me say that before. That was before your, your born again experience. So, so you came, you come into this realm fully loaded with faith, hope, and love. What? I, I thought that faith was a Christian thing. Well, I thought faith was a God. Yes, it's a God thing, but it's not necessarily a born again thing. You need to hear what I'm saying. Not what I'm not saying. You need faith to get born again. There ain't no question. But if you didn't have faith, how could you get born again? So the Bible says, and it says it right in Romans chapter 12, um, verse 3, it says that God shares how he has given every man a measure of faith. So you have been given. You can increase your your substance of the things hoped for, which is faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. But every person is given a measure of faith. And there is a general grace of God on the planet. Okay, I'm just going to complicate things a little bit. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm simplifying them, but it sounds complicated. Because our religious minds don't know how to handle what I'm about to say to you, but I'm going to say it to you anyway. Are you ready? Everybody on the planet right now, planet Earth, is saved, healed, and delivered right now. Oh, Barry, you're talking about universalism. You have really flipped your wig already. No, I have a mohawk and it's braided tightly to my head. Uh, it ain't going nowhere. And, and But here's the fact of the matter. If you don't use your faith that God gave you and the general grace that is on the planet, it's like having a million dollars in your bank account, but you don't know the access code. You don't know where the bank is and you don't have accessibility to it. Because you don't know about it. And if you tell somebody that Jesus died, that Jesus paid the price, that Jesus, by his stripes, we were healed. See, it already happened. The, the, the price was paid. The sin quotient was taken care of. But now we have to appropriate the wonder and splendor and the mystery of God to people. And when we do, there is a measure of faith on the inside of them. This is the beauty and the splendor of what I'm talking about. We have been given this foundation of our lives. These three things remain faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. But here's the deal. These three things remain. They're not, they will never, ever be taken from you. Before you were saved, you had faith, hope, and love. Why do you see, why do you see a, a man who has no idea 
about the gospel, hasn't heard about the gospel, doesn't know that he's saved, delivered, and healed, doesn't know that he has all the resources of heaven that he can tap into. But, but yet, this man puts on his pants, one leg at a time, puts his boots on, puts his shoes on, put his dress shoes on, put his suit on, put his work clothes on, whatever type of man this is that is providing, going into work to provide for his children, getting up in the middle of the night, you know, when they're sick, you know, getting a bucket so that they can, you know, excuse me, you know, I don't mean to discuss you, but puke or whatever, taking care of their, their children, the mothers, and just laying down their lives. Why? Because they're is the spark of God in every man, woman, and child that has ever come into this planet. Everyone that has ever come onto this planet has had a measure of faith, has had this great grace of hope, and has had love. God is love. You were created out of love, but when you came into this realm, you came in as light. Your light, you came as light as an answer from God. He, then when you get born again, you become the light and the salt. Uh, and, and, and you become the propitiator. You become the um, releaser of the good news. And you become light and salt in, in your spheres of influence. But this might here, I'm just tying this up a little bit. You need to understand that when you're speaking to your neighbor and you're speaking to you need to reveal that what is the it's good news they're saved they just need to receive the payment that Jesus made they need appropriation of the revelation they need revelation to come alive in them that they're saved and that's how you've got to appropriate to say, I believe in the blood of Jesus Christ. I believe in what the work of Jesus Christ did at the cross. I believe, you know, the Bible says that you were born again because of the incorruptible seed of the word of God, which lives and abides forever. So I, I, that's all I'm going to say about that for now. But the deep things of, of God, they're not the 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 really far out things and the the deep things of God are not, you know, believing in uh, just the, I don't, I don't want to give you specific examples because I don't want you to be distracted by that. But I, uh, here, here's the deal. The deep things of, of, of God is the blood, the body sacrifice, the born again experience, the transactional reality of the cross, the resurrection of the Lamb of God who became the Lion of the tribe of Judah. This is what we're talking. We're talking about, we're talking about the deep things. This is what the foundation of faith, hope, and love. These are the things that will never leave you. Okay. So hopefully that helped some. Um, but before I get into the pillars of the kingdom, and so for the next several weeks, that at least five weeks, I'm going to be sharing on righteousness, peace, and joy, grace, and truth. So I want to hit each ever, each one of them with a different episode of righteousness, and I'm hoping I can get to a bit of righteousness today, but I have to do some work. Because so faith, hope, and love these three things remain. This is a foundation of humanity. This, you, this is, everybody has it. But when you get born again and you become the righteousness of God 
in Christ Jesus. This is this these are pillars that are being established in your lives. But I have to talk to you about um, a few things before we can get into the meat of righteousness, peace, joy, grace, and truth, which I believe are the foundational pillars, the pillars that 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 sit upon, the pillars that build upon. And um, I, we know that Jesus is the chief cornerstone. We know that the the. The ecclesia is being built upon the apostles and the prophets, and that's the found, foundations of of the church. But I'm talking about the kingdom of God. I'm I'm not just talking about um, the ecclesia. I, I was I've been talking about everything that God has for us that pertains to the kingdom of God. So. Um, Galatians 5.25 says, if you live in the spirit, you should also walk in the spirit. So in the physical realm, you will, and in the soulish realm, so you, you, you have a dichotomy here. You're, you are a spirit and, and you're having soulish and a soulish and physical experience. So you have the spiritual realm, you have the physical realm, and you are in this dichotomy where you are alive now as a born again believer. I'm speaking to you believers right now. You are you are living in both realms right now. And though you have become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, you have to bring forth that righteousness, th- that peace and that joy and that grace and that truth into this realm. And that's why Luke uh, chapter 11, verse uh, verse 2, let's, let's just go right there right now. Hang on just a second. Luke chapter 11, and we're going to start in verse 2. Let's just, well, in verse 1, it's the disciples asking um, Jesus uh, how to pray. And he says, teach us to pray how John taught his disciples to pray and how the Pharisees taught their disciples to pray. Will you teach us how to pray? We want to know how to pray. Jesus teaches how to pray. And so this is what he says in verse 2 of Luke chapter 11. He says, so he said to them, when you pray, say, I love to emphasize the say. When you pray, say, if you are not saying, you are meditating. It doesn't say when you pray, meditate. It says when you pray, say, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name or holy is your name. And this is what he says. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This is our job is we must manifest that which we have received from Jesus Christ's blood and body sacrifice creating accessibility for the spirit of the living God to come on the inside of you. So we've been using this scripture that the kingdom of God is not in eating and drinking rules and regulations, uh, but the kingdom of God is not in eating and drinking, but righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. So this is where I'm, I'm getting this this whole concept from is from the word of God. And we need to pray for righteousness, peace and joy and grace and truth to come every day into our lives. This is what he says. When you pray, say, our father in heaven, 
holy is your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. It's a daily thing. Why? You need to call forth. Like I said, with my physiotherapist, you know, I wish, she said, I wish that we had shoulder blades on both sides, on our chest as well as our back, so that we could be able to grab things easier and not pull muscle. And I, and I said to her, we, there's a limitation here on a, a perfect design you know, oftentimes I wish I had one more arm so that I could grab my phone, my glasses, and my coffee all at the same time and not spill it all over myself. But but I, I digress, sorry. But but she said this so that you could be more independent and you wouldn't have to need. And I said we have been designed specifically to to need somebody else and to need God. And this is why we have to go to God every day of our lives so that we can receive the anointing and the power and the kingdom. The kingdom of God is not in eating and drinking, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. It is all about us manifesting the kingdom. When you pray, say, your kingdom come, your will be done. Father God, we worship you. But today, this said Tammy and I start off our prayer, our prayer by saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. And we spend time praising and worshiping God. We spend time manifesting the kingdom. See, faith, hope, and love, they are here. Faith, hope, and love, they will never leave you. Every man has been given a measure of faith. There is the spark of God. There's the splendor of God. There's the glory. Eternity has been placed in the hearts of men, according to three Ecclesiastes 3.11. He has planted or placed eternity in the hearts of man or in the human heart. He, is, he has placed it. And he, he, there, there's the glory of God on the inside, but they can't have accessibility until they have the sin quotient taken care of. Even though they're saved, delivered, and healed, they don't have the accessibility until they receive the blood of Jesus Christ. And now I have become, because of the blood, because of what Jesus I because of what Jesus did, I have become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus on my worst day. Even though I don't look sometimes righteous when I'm driving down the road and nobody has spatial awareness and they're in a and, and I pull over and I try to get in line and they don't pull ahead when I'm trying to make my order and they've got a full car length ahead of them. Oh, my word, the uh, the spatial unawareness of people and they're just focused on what they're doing and they don't care about anybody else. Ah! That's when you find out how sanctified I am. I'm getting better, ladies and gentlemen. I am getting better. But this is why I'm bringing this to, to you today. Not because of my issues. <laughs> so I could talk it out and you're my therapist. No. <laughs> Although, you know, confession is good for the soul. But I, I'm sharing this with you because you need to know the kingdom of God in his many splendored facets. Three of things remain, faith, hope, and love. Those things never leave, never leave humanity. There'll always be somebody that has, has faith to believe for something. 
You can't get saved unless you have faith. And you can get saved because you do have faith. Every man's man. But this is, this is key. So because of Jesus Christ, I have now become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And this has a little bit to do with what I want to talk about, but it, it, I, I'm just hitting around it because I'm trying to get driving my point um, forward. So even though I am the righteousness of God, I still have to call forth in this physical and soulless realm because here's the deal. I am a spirit. Say, say this after me. I am a spirit. I live in a body and I possess a soul. So if you've listened to me, I've been sharing these concepts bits here and there. But we have to understand that right now, because of the blood of Jesus Christ, I have become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, period. Even though I may not act like it sometimes. I'm trying to get better and I am getting better. Um, every day, I, as I clothe myself, as I put on the robes of righteousness. See, you, could, you need to put on what you are. So you are a spirit. And let's just take a few minutes and just really, let's just really break this down that you, you are a spirit. It's your spirit that got saved at your born again experience with God. When you got born again, when you got upgraded, here's something really interesting. Do you know what the mark of the beast really is? And, and I might get some trouble on this one, but. This is what the mark really mark of the beast is. It's two thirds of what you really are. When you don't have your spirit activated, reactivated, when you're not born again, you're only operating at six at point six 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 of your being. That's two thirds. That's the, your soul and your body are alive, but. What, that's what makes you the mark of the beast because you don't have. And But when you are marked by, by God, you're whole. This is when your spirit comes alive. And now you become a whole integer. You, you have integrity. You have authenticity. You are now number one. You've been joined. You are chud. Shema Israel Adonai Elohim chud. There, there's the chud, the coming back to the one. It's all about coming back into wholeness. That's the mark of God. One is the mark of God. Wholeness is the mark of God, where your whole spirit, soul, and body is, is preserved until that day. You're, you're, you're saved in your spirit. Your soul is being saved, and your body will be saved. So this is what is, this is the process. And 3 John 2 says, Beloved, I wish above all things that you would prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. It's all about your mind, your will, and your emotions coming into alignment. The Bible says that you were, you are, you, your soul is saved by the washing of the water of the word. The more you get into the word of God, the more the word of God is a template that is placed in your life and releases the word of God on the inside of you. And your soul begins to be saved when your mind begins to be renewed. So your spirit, say this, my spirit is saved my soul is being saved by the washing of the water of the word of God and my body 
will come into alignment of salvation when my soul becomes exactly like my spirit. So we, when we see him, we will be like him because we have a revelation. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm giving you a revelation and I'm giving you a sight to see the glory and the goodness of God. Every person, listen to me right now, you have faith, hope, and love. Every person has now the potential in the physical and soulless realm to have righteousness, peace, joy, grace, and truth every day of your lives. All you have to do is accept what the what Jesus Christ did on the cross and that accept that he was resurrected from the dead. He ascended and sprinkled the blood on the mercy seat in heaven and then he sent forth Holy Spirit because the blood has been shed and by one man uh, unrighteousness entered into the world but through another man, Jesus Christ, righteousness entered back in. And I want to tell you, it's all about bringing the, righteous, the, the kingdom of God to heaven through a gatekeeper, and that's you. Um, Psalms 27, verse 20, 24, verse 7, I think it is. Psalms 24, verse 7 says, lift up your head, O ye gates. And be lifted up you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Lift up your head, O ye gates. You are a gatekeeper in this realm, and for you to participate in success in this realm is dependent on you. I mean, talking about true, long lasting legacy uh, um, success. It is by, by bringing the kingdom of God through the gate of your mouth into this realm and calling for, even as I spoke just a few minutes ago, Luke chapter two, he says, when you pray, say your kingdom, hello, sorry, your kingdom, pray, oh, forgive me. Luke 11, two says, when you pray, say our father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. And then he says, pray this way, that his kingdom would come and his will would be done on earth as it is in heaven. So here we are. We're walking in a dichotomy. We're living in the spirit. Galatians 5.25. We're living in the spirit. But now because we are living in the spirit, because of the blood of Jesus Christ, we can also walk in the spirit. That means we are manifesting the kingdom of God through the declaration of our saying. Everything is voice activated. So I'm going to be talking and maybe I'll just share for a few minutes on the righteousness of God. But understand that in your spirit, you're the righteousness of God every day. But now, these pillars that you need to build in your life every day, not that they dissolve completely, but they the glory and the weightiness of the kingdom of, of, of God begins to dissipate from from your lives when you do not spend time manifesting and calling forth and building the the weightiness of the glory of God in your life and so when you, the bible says that the kingdom of God is not in eating and drinking but righteousness peace and joy in the holy spirit so Tammy and I spend much time calling forth holy spirit to come upon our lives and release the kingdom, release 
the righteousness that we could put on every day. We endeavor to put on robes of righteousness, a peace that passes all understanding, a joy that is complete and full of glory, a grace that is greater than the evil of the day, and a truth that we could possess that will set us freer than we ever have been before. This is what I want to bring to you over these next five weeks. I'm not going to get on to the topic of righteousness, but but we're going to hit that. I'm going to hit that next week. But understand, we're living in a dichotomy that you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus right now. You, you are the saved. Uh, you are the healed. You are the delivered right now. You you will never faith, hope, and love will never leave you. No matter how kind of a bad day it is been, it doesn't matter what has happened or not happened. You always have faith, hope, and love. But you now, because of the blood of Jesus Christ, you now have the opportunity to bring the kingdom to earth. These things of, of, right, uh, of faith, hope, and love, foundational. But now that you have to bring something to the surface, you have to bring things from the inside of you, that, that righteousness, that peace, that joy, that grace, that truth needs to come out of you and establish a strong uh, pillars for you to live within. Amen. I hope that came across clear. Um, But once again, you are a spirit. You live in a body and you possess a soul. The Bible says that a man does not consist of the things that he possesses. You possess your education. You possess your, your history. You possess your culture. You possess... Um, all the things you've ever experienced, they're like your soul is your central processing unit, the CPU of your being, and you are collecting these things. But your, your, life, your life does not consist of what you possess. You need to know you possess your feelings. You possess your will. You possess your mind. Your mind, just because you think this way, that doesn't mean that's who you are. You need to transform the way you think. I need, I am continually, by being, by allowing the washing of the water of the word of God, according to uh, uh, 3 John 2, beloved, I wish above all things that, that you would prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. How does your soul prosper? By listening, hearing, reading, and studying the word of God. You have the entire uh, um, encyclopedia of God's, thoughts on the inside of you. What? Christ in you, the hope of glory. You become one with the creator of the universe. You have the, te- you have the word of God on the inside of you. But when, what you're doing by getting into the word and getting into these podcasts and getting and studying and believing in the word of God, what you're doing is you are templating, putting a template on, uh, on your soul from your spirit so that you can release the word of God into this realm so that you can release and and live out of the promises of God in this realm. Well, I did not get so much uh, where I wanted to get to um, as far as the the righteousness of God, Uh, but I'm going to hit that on the next episode. Hopefully this... uh, um, came across well enough to explain to you that there, the, there's foundations that will never leave you, but there are things in the kingdom 
that you need to call out of heaven and into this realm. And you have the capability because Holy Spirit lives on the inside of you. And you need to call forth Holy Spirit into this world. And when you do, you will begin to put on robes of righteousness, a peace that passes all understanding, a joy that is complete and full of glory, a grace that is greater than the evil of the day, and a truth that you can possess that will set you freer than you ever have been before. So look forward to uh, getting into the topic of righteousness next week. And I just want to, I want to just drop this one on you. Righteousness is not holiness. Holiness is something that you become because you are the righteousness of God. So you live from your righteousness towards your holiness. You live from righteousness, not for righteousness. So that's a little teaser and look forward to getting back to you guys next week. This is Barry Miracle signing off for now. P.S. One more thing. Go to my website. Go to www.com wakeupintoyourdream.com or www.barrymiracle.ca and see the different resources you can get involved in. You can buy my book uh, called Wake Up Into Your Dream. It's a bestseller. It's also been um, uh, translated into Urdu, I think it is. It's one of the uh, uh, largest Pakistani languages um, in Pakistan, obviously. Uh, so anyway, you can get a hold of uh, a lot of different resources there and connect. Please uh, make a comment to your podcast carrier um, of what you're thinking about the show and, and give me some five stars and let's just get the word of God out there in the kingdom of God able to help so many people. Anyway, love you guys. And until next week, Barry Miracle signing off for now. Thanks again for joining us today on Wake Up Into Your Dream. My great friend Tony Fitzgerald would say you have two great days in your life, the day you were born and the day you discovered why. In these podcasts, I'm hoping this is true, that you are having aha moments and great moments of getting introduced to the true you because your whole world is waiting for the authentic you to show up. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please go to www.barrymiracle.ca. You can check out my book, Wake Up Into Your Dream. You can connect. You can see where we're going to be live in the future. And uh, you can just connect with us there. But this is Barry Miracle, your dream coach, signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week.